Established in 2020, the Authors Porch is a space for authors to share their literary works of art. Founded by C.J. Ives Lopez, the Authors Porch puts authors first and becomes a premier destination for all at every level in their careers. When you join the Authors Porch, we want you to think of us as a beacon of light, bringing you home to a porch where your family is waiting to usher you into your greatness. From live cast to podcast, blog posts, and most recently, the magazine, the Authors Porch brings promotional services and advice to authors to get their writing published. Whatever the issue, the Authors Porch connects writers to the service desire to create their dreams into reality. Hey everybody, welcome to the Authors Porch where every great conversation happens. And it happens because we trusted Brendan and Bonzi at Master Talk to show us the power of effective communication. We also make sure we have a great cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, a Christ-centered, veteran-owned coffee company. Today on the show, we have Ben Levin. How are you doing, Ben? I'm good. Thank you, CJ. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. I am going to introduce you to everybody so everyone knows of the wonderful things that you do and introduce your book. If you give me a few moments, I'm going to do that now. Um, ben Levin is an autistic teenager who has been in love with stories ever since he was a little boy. Stories constantly pop into my mind like magic, and I feel a need to share them with other kids, Ben says. The published author of multiple book series, Nellie's Friends, written for grammar school readers, Ben also authored Ollie and the Race for early readers. His breakout novel, In the Hole, Jumpster Press, Fall 2021, gives hope and inspiration to young adults and their families who face homelessness and economic insecurities during this challenging time. That touches my heart, Ben. I love that. Thank Ben's you. greatest wish is to bring joy through his writing to kids all around the world. Ben is proud to be autistic and is using his status as an author on the spectrum to serve as an example of how autism is not a setback, but a gift. He wants others in the autism spectrum to know that they are as capable of following their dreams as anyone else. The label doesn't matter, says Ben. We are capable of making our dreams come true. Born in Lexington, Massachusetts, Ben currently resides in New Jersey with his parents, brother Jake, and two dogs. I have six, so I totally get the love for dogs. When he isn't writing, Ben enjoys reading, playing sports, hanging out with friends, and listening to the Beatles. So I'm going to have to ask you, how did you enjoy, how do you at your age, because you look young, I may be fooled here because I mean, you know, there's some people that look young and they're a lot older, but how did you get a love for the Beatles? I just heard them at camp, I guess. And this, what really made me crazy about them was this time in freshman year when I went with my friend and his family to this dinner where there was a Beatles open mic and something about that night seemed to make me fall in love with them, especially being able to bond over them with my friend. Yeah. You know, my stepfather, um, God rest his soul, but he loved the Beatles and me and him bonded over the Beatles and their music. They're just so amazing. The sound makes you just 
feel so wonderful. So Ben, wow, you have an amazing book and the premise of your book is great. So I have some questions that I wanted to ask you, but I definitely want to just have an open conversation with you as well. Um, so one of my questions, which I think everybody wants to know, because I mean, as authors, I'm an author, I know a lot of authors, and we struggle just to just to write, I could barely even say half of my words by reading your bio. But I mean, you even have another challenge, being autistic and being an author. So what are the challenges of trying to be an author, but yet you also are autistic and an author? So what are some of those challenges that you have to work with? First of all, and I'm sure you mean well with this, but I wouldn't I'd word it a little differently because it sounds like you're suggesting being an author. I mean, being autistic gets in the way of being an author. I love that. I love that you just said that I'm suggesting that being autistic gets in the way of being an author. So what would you say to somebody who is suggesting that? What would be your exact words to somebody who would say, oh, well, this person may not be able to write a book because they're autistic. What would your words be? I'd point out that I can't, that I'm autistic and I've written over a hundred stories and had wow. several books published. Wow. In, in the whole is my first professionally published book. I've had self-published. I like clarifying that. Wow. And if anything, being autistic helps me with my writing because I'm able to just concentrate on my stories. I can come up with all these different plots and keep them all memorized. And I think it's, and I think, yeah. The, the, those things all came from autism. Yeah, I think that's absolutely beautiful because you're right. I think that our minds are created specifically for the things that we were meant to accomplish in life. A hundred stories, Ben. Wow. A I, there's, I haven't even fathomed a hundred stories. I'm 44 years old. I have not even fathomed a hundred stories. I could only imagine. So I want to tell you this book here, uh, Found in the Fountain, I wrote with my 15 year old nephew who has special needs. Um, he's not diagnosed with anything. He has um, different things on the spectrum and it's his story but sitting down and typing isn't his strong point, but every single word in that book was his. So I co-authored it with him. I was going to ghostwrite it for him because it's his book, but he says, no, I want you on the, I want your name on there as well. So I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And, and just over the weekend, I asked him, I says, Hey, we, you know, this is a series. We've got to write the next book. And he literally came up with the entire plot, the entire characters for the next book and everything while sitting there. And I'm trying to type on my phone. So his mind and the beauty of everything about it is because 
everybody is meant to do what they're meant to do regardless of any diagnosis. So I absolutely love that and couldn't agree more. I find it impressive that your son seemed to do that. I mean, sorry, your nephew. Was it your son or your nephew? It's my nephew, yeah. Oh, that your nephew seemed to do that on the spot. Yeah, he's brilliant. I really enjoy it. He's in high school. He's 15 or 16. I think, yeah, he just turned 16. So thank you. So the the premise of your book is um, homelessness. Why did you focus on homelessness as your first young adult novel? I think I have to tell the whole story in order to explain that. Okay. So what happened was I my rabbi showed my class and I a video in eighth grade of children in Florida who were facing homelessness and seeing them suffer made me to help raise awareness and fight against the crisis. I don't necessarily plan each grade level in the whole just turned out to be young adult level if I'm just speak if I'm speaking bluntly mm -hmm. but and my editor at the time thought it was amazing and she thought because homelessness is such a serious subject that it should be my first professionally published book wow it's, it's such an important subject as well. And I love that you covered it. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you, Ben? 19. 19, wow. And what, what grade are you in? Are you still in school? I'm a 12th grader. Okay, so you're a senior in high school. And... Would I be right in uh, assuming that you're going to continue this as a career after high Absolutely. school? Absolutely. Nice. So would homelessness be something that you will continue to write about? Or are these subjects and stories something that come to you upon inspiration? I think both are true. I like to say my stories come from three things reading a lot of books, watching a lot of television and movies, and living a lot of life. And, oh. and, but at the same time, even though it's not something I write about often, I am hoping to do a little more writing about homelessness. Okay. I'm actually writing a story about currently about my main character's friend. Hope to publish sometime when I'm in college. My main character in the whole, just to be clear. Okay. And what is going to be your um, your subject that you study in college? Creative writing. Nice. I wish I would have studied creative writing. I would probably be a better author by now. <laughs> but, but I studied psychology and um, yeah, I didn't do anything with that degree. So... <laughs> Um, can you tell us a little more about In the Hole, a little um, to get the readers thinking about uh, why they should go and buy the book like right now? <laughs> In the Hole tells 
the story of a young boy named David Kimball. His father loses his job and then his family go becomes homeless. Over the next few years, he goes through every struggle imaginable from his sister being in a coma due to due to collapsing in mal from malnourishment to his father becoming an alcohol addict to being bullied mm. to struggling in school due to his own hunger the list goes on and on wow and but david tries to stay hopeful and just keep yeah he just tries to stay hopeful and keeps working hard there's so much feeling um in that book is there any part of the book that you had to research or anyone that helped you research parts of that book originally i wasn't sure how much potential it had but just when in the whole it ought to be published i was told that it that I needed to actually do interviews. I'd interviewed nobody for the book, and I had no actual insight from anyone who'd been homeless or worked with the homeless. And, and I immediately started, with some help, contacting people to interview and interviewing them about what it means about home they're experiencing with the homeless or being homeless and even before that while i wasn't actually inter while i didn't actually do research about homelessness i had to do research about a lot of different issues in regards to the book like the scene like the sequence of events that caused David's father's restaurant to close and oh. and David's medical digression and how he'd report the bullying mm -hmm. and a lot of other things. Yeah. I had to be pushed. This sounds like a very, very impactful book because you have so many social issues within the book. You have homelessness, you have loss of job, you have bullying. And these are issues that in the world today are something that everybody needs to be aware of and needs to come together as a society to absolutely. Yeah, to help out. So I, I love that you wrote about them and that you researched them as well, very thoroughly, it sounds like. So what type of support network do you have for your books? I see that you got a publishing deal. Congratulations. That's fantastic. That's, I think, what every author, you know, enjoys the thought of. So congratulations. What, what other support network do you have? Editors and publicists. Yeah. Currently, my publicist is Andrea Pass, and she's awesome. She's really helped me get more interviews than I ever thought was possible. Very cool. Love that.
And what, so when you were young, Ben, playing with toys or, you know, I didn't play with toys when I was little, I watched TV. But so if you played with toys or if you watched TV or whatever you did when you were younger and you dreamed of what you wanted to be when you grew up, was it a writer or did you have dreams to be something else? My dream kept changing up until I was 10 and well, 11, actually, I started writing when I was 10. Didn't realize that was what I wanted to do with my life until eight months later. So what happened was I've always loved stories and I constantly rewrote the stories with my toys and and made under different names and when I was 10 I made up a version of Harry Potter focused on Judaism and my mom kept calling it a book by mistake and I decided maybe I should turn it into a book and gave writing a try and it turned out writing was something I really really cared about and enjoyed best mistake ever mom yeah you know i have children and i make a lot of mistakes i pray that one day they'll sit on a podcast and tell me that i made the best mistake ever so i think mom's probably having a proud moment because i would really love to make a really good mistake one day so that's awesome what are some of the other things that you wanted to do before writing what were some of the dreams that you had do you remember? I wanted to be a farmer. Part of me wanted to jump to detective for a long time. I was into clothes and hair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nothing really fit the way being a writer did, though. Mm -hmm. Writing is something that I really feel it like I was meant to do. Yeah. Now, you said you're an avid reader. And I'm an avid reader as well. And it's crazy because I love reading fantasy stories, but I cannot write them. I cannot write a good fantasy story. I have the young adult fantasy, but that's the one that my nephew actually wrote. And I, we wrote together. That's the only reason I have one, but I can't write it on my own. So what genre do you read? I love reading a lot of different things. Okay. I love history and biographies. I also love sports stories. And I love young adult novels, especially ones related to social justice issues. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it sounds like you could pretty much write any of the stuff that you read, any of the genres that you read too. So yeah, my four favorite things to write about are animals, sports, friendship and history oh yeah yeah i have some children's books with animals i can only write children's books with animals because i think that my dogs are humans my six dogs are humans and i tend to write stories about everything that they do and i animate it so like I've, i'm in love with my dogs a little too much i think it's <laughs> so, okay <laughs> so as, i think i i wish i had your issue because I'm not the best dog owner, honestly. I love Ark and Sherlock, my two schnauzers. 
but I do need to work on paying better attention to them. Uh, well, I think mine force the attention. So it's not that I'm a great dog owner. It's that they tell me what to do. So, <laughs> so um, what, uh, obviously you had to learn certain things about along your riding career and you had to, you know, you published on your own and then you got a publishing deal. So there's, there's people out there that write and they haven't published yet, or there's authors that are struggling. What advice would you give another author to help them become as confident as you and even possibly land a, a publishing deal like you did? Try and find an editor or, or publicist who could help. Okay. That can find yourself a good team. Yeah. That teamwork is everything. I, I often tell people that even though, go ahead. Sorry, tired. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were trying to talk and I was over talking you, but it, it, what happens is you write alone, but the career of an author doesn't have to be alone. You have a whole team behind you. So, but um, where can people reach you if they want to find more about you and your author career and your books? They can email me at benlevinauthor.com or they can follow my Instagram, benlevinauthor. Awesome. And I want to hand it over to you before we head out. Um, I don't want to keep you too long because I understand, you know, how it is. This is a lot, especially if you're going on interview after interview with your publicist doing the awesome work that she's doing. Um, I want to hand it over to you for any last words, and then I'll I'll quit yapping your your you know talking your head off because I'm a talker. <laughs> Embrace yourself and follow your dreams. I love that. That's beautiful. Well, Ben, I've had a great time talking to you. And me too, CJ. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And thanks for being such a beautiful, brilliant mind and for bringing social justice books more into the world because we need them so much. And for letting people know that autism is not a barrier. It is literally one of, it is just another human being and with a mind just as brilliant as the next person around you. So guys, don't forget Thank to come you. back each week and watch us either live or a podcast right here on Facebook. You can also ask Siri or Alexa to play our latest episode. Head to our website, catch our latest issue of the magazine or blog post. We want to continue making authors' dreams come true and provide them a platform to shine. We will see you guys next time. If you appreciate conversations like we do and want to become a better speaker, visit our friends Brendan and Vomzi of Master Talk, where they teach you how to use the power of your voice. Don't forget to stay awake with a nice cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, the best cup of coffee on this side of heaven. Until next time, my friends, I'm CJ. This has been Go Read His Books and right on, my friends. Bye. Bye, Ben. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. The is a certified veteran-hosted podcast. Show your support. Tune in. Share and subscribe.